Welcome to the Pivot with Passion podcast. Hi, I'm Penny Castleman. I believe everyone is deserving of a phenomenal life. And that life starts when you grab a red marker and claim what you truly desire. Regardless of where you came from, where you're at, or where you think you're headed, life is what you make of it. And when you learn to pivot with passion, your world explodes with opportunities. Go grab your favorite beverage and let's shake things up as we explore how to pivot with passion. Hello and welcome. If you are new to the podcast, I am thrilled that you're here. It is an honor to have you join me. I know you have lots of options, so thank you. And if you've been with me for a while, I am pumped that you are pushing play once again this week to spend some quality time together and explore what it means to grab a red marker and pivot with passion. Welcome back. Before we go any further, I need to remind you, if you have been excited to get yourself a free red marker, my friend, the day this episode releases, Wednesday, January 31st is the last day that I am extending this offer. So don't delay. Go rate the podcast, give it a review, and then let me know that you've done it. All the details can be found in the show notes today from the bottom of my heart, my friend. Thank you for your support. Now let's dive in. Let me give you some clues as to what we're going to talk about today and see if maybe you can guess it before I get to the end. Here we go. It's something everyone wants. Some people seemingly have an overabundance of this. You can't buy it. You're not born with it. And lots of people give up trying to find it in favor of settling for a life of fine. Any guesses? Yes? No? Maybe? My friend, we are talking about confidence today. Yes, it is something everyone wants. And we both know that some people seemingly have an overabundance of this. You cannot buy confidence. You are not born with confidence. And don't we know lots of people give up trying to find it? because it can be difficult, and so they settle for a life of fine. Now, there's one thing I know to be true when it comes to confidence, and that is you cannot think your way to becoming more confident. Now, you might give me a little pushback here, but yes, mastering your thoughts definitely helps in achieving more confidence and building and flexing that muscle. However, you cannot just think and become more confident, you have to do the thing to gain confidence. You have got to take action to start that confidence process. So today, I want to share my thoughts with you on confidence in the hopes that it boosts yours. At the end, I'm also going to share three concepts I've used to build my confidence in all different areas of my life. And I hope that by hearing what I've done, you might pick one, two, or maybe all three and begin to use them immediately 
to start flexing your confidence muscle in whatever area of life needs it most. It's time for a clarity cocktail. Experience tells you what to do. Confidence allows you to do it. Stan Smith. I chose this quote today for two reasons. One, the simplicity. Experience tells you what to do. Confidence allows you to do it. And two, because it refers to experience, which requires action. It doesn't say thinking tells you what to do. It's experience. So in psychology, there's something called the confidence competence loop. Try saying that three times fast or don't. It's a little tongue twisty. So the confidence competence loop actually helps to reduce your level of fear when you're doing something new, when you're going after something that you want but have never had or have never done before. So it goes like this. You start with a goal. Then you think about what do you need to practice in order to move towards that goal. Once you practice, you then get feedback. From the feedback, you hone your competence in whatever you are practicing. And we all know competence, meaning the quality of being adequate or possession of a required skill, knowledge, qualification, or capacity. Being competent feeds your confidence. And with that, you can make anything happen. And so it's this loop that goes round and round and round until you build your confidence, achieve your goal, and stretch for the next. So what does this look like in true application? It's the old adage, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? How can you achieve it with practice in small increments? If you are terrified of becoming a public speaker but want to do it, maybe one of the first things you do would be stand on a stage. That's it. Nothing else. Baby steps here. And then you get feedback. One, from your own body. You'll notice how you feel when you're standing there. And if you have a friend with you, they might say, oh, did you notice you're constantly tapping your foot? You now are aware of some things that might be holding you back. And now that you know those things, your confidence kicks up a notch because one, you didn't die when you stood on stage. So that fear is brought down a few notches. So that might give you the confidence to think, all right, I wanna be a public speaker. I can actually stand on stage. You go around and around. And as you practice, get feedback, your competency at the task increases, which fuels your confidence, which helps you achieve any goal you set your mind to. Sometimes I think people give up pursuing a goal is because when they first encounter an uncomfortable feeling or a setback or who knows, let's say you want to become a PGA golfer and you take a lesson in your first swing, you completely miss the ball hand raised, done it many times. But there are some people who would say, well, give up. That's it. They won't get feedback. Their competence in golfing is zero. They have no confidence. 
not going to pursue the goal. Where if they had just followed that loop, they'd realize you need to practice, get some feedback. And that's where this quote, experience tells you what to do. Confidence allows you to do it. Because confidence is belief in yourself. And that belief allows you to take on risk or something new or something uncomfortable that you've never done before. But by taking that risk, you'll eventually succeed because you're getting feedback. And once you succeed in a small task, it boosts your confidence. I love how it's round and around we go. My friend, here is what I want you to know and take away from this quote. Everything you want is available to you. You simply need to choose and take action and keep running through that loop until you find success. And experience will tell you what to do. Confidence, my friend, allows you to do it. And now, back to the episode. Cheers. Circling back to the idea of increasing confidence by taking action. One of the mistakes I've made, and I've seen this with friends and former colleagues, is holding the idea that you've got to be perfect at something before you can outwardly display confidence. Thinking that you must stay hidden or your efforts must stay hidden from public view because you don't want criticism. But that leaves me and them feeling frustrated and not building confidence and possibly feeling less than, which leads to giving up on the goal, the activity, the success that they wanted. And my friend, it's no wonder that I thought this, that I've seen others do it, is because in today's society, think fast fashion or social media scrolling or texting. We are trained to quickly move on to the next thing without acknowledging what we've seen, what we've done, what we've accomplished. But the question is, what would be possible in your life if you developed and flexed your confidence muscle? So think about it. You'd have less fear in facing any obstacle or unknown, and you would carry with you armfuls of perseverance to see you through the hard times which in turn ushers in an abundant amount of success. So now I want to share three actions that I've taken over the years to increase my confidence. And perhaps you can adapt and make them work for you. So are you ready? Here we go. First, past proof. You, my friend, have done amazing things. And I bet given how fast paced society has become that many of your accomplishments never got celebrated. In the past, I've actually written myself a letter reminding me of all the things that I have accomplished in my life. And let me say, after writing that letter and reading it back to myself out loud, it kind of gave me chills because so many of the things that I put in that letter are things that I was taking for granted. Things like graduating from college, landing my first job. But truly, everything that I put in my letter to myself required action. It required effort. And more often than I probably care to admit, I faced times where it was really 
challenging to move forward. I would challenge you with this exercise. Set a timer on your phone for five minutes and take that five minutes to write down every single accomplishment, achievement, success that you've had in your life. Now, you might be wondering, I don't even know where to start. And some of the things I'm thinking are a little silly. Don't worry, I have been there. So if you're looking for places to start, one way to do it is to break up your life into decades and just start from there. Zero to 10 years old, what did you accomplish? I don't know, for me, I learned how to walk. I learned how to talk. I learned how to feed myself and get dressed. Do you see where this is going? Those seem like little things, but I guarantee I probably put shoes on the wrong feet and wore a shirt inside out or put my pants on and wondered why I couldn't zip them up because it was in the back, you know. But all of those things, you face setbacks, you face challenges. But as I mentioned in the Clarity Cocktail, that feedback loop, I finally got it right. So yeah, I'm going to high five myself that I made it through the age of 10, learning a whole heck of a lot. So you can go through with decades. If that doesn't feel good, start with areas of your life. You could say, in the financial area, here are some successes I've had. In the job area, here are some successes I had. In the personal, in spiritual, and just go through those. And I guarantee at the end of five minutes, regardless of how ridiculous some of these things might seem, when you start with those little things, they'll trigger bigger things for you. And yeah, my friend, you've done some major stuff that took lots of effort. And so you absolutely need to pause and celebrate looking at all of that past proof because that is what fuels confidence to move forward and try new things. The second thing is to play and practice. And again, I'll refer back to the Clarity Cocktail, but that whole confidence competence loop, you have to go through that gobs of times, round and round and round. And because of that, it might start to feel redundant or tiresome or boring or impossible at times. So in addition to practice, try to incorporate some play because we all know it is so difficult when you start trying something new. When I first picked up a volleyball, I know I was a hot mess. I am positive I couldn't get the ball over the net. I'm positive that I could not pass the ball to the person that I had intended. But I'm so far beyond that stage that I forget the difficulty that I went through. And so when we face those difficulties now, when we're starting something new as adults, we forget we've already done lots of stuff when we were younger that was uncomfortable and awkward and strange to get us where we are today. So when difficult things arise, when you are practicing as an adult something new, trying to build your confidence, add a little play. Like, for instance, if you're training to run a marathon, yeah, first of all, that's never something I have on a vision board. Running might be my nemesis. However, if you, my friend, are training for a marathon, I know that there will be rough days. I know that there will be times you feel like giving up or skipping a workout. 
So maybe you grab a fun pair of socks, and that's the only time you get to wear them, is when you incorporate that piece of play into your practice. And it doesn't have to be a thing, right? You don't have to go buy something. It can be a piece of music that you love, that you only listen to when you do that, or a podcast. You listen to your favorite. Hey, wait a minute. Are you, am I in your ears while you're running? Okay, just kidding. Okay. But you get the idea. Try to incorporate some play into the practice as you go through that confidence competence loop, if for no other reason to keep you sane as you move forward. So the third thing is proclaim your progress. You need to feed the loop. You need to ensure that you continually go around and around and around until you reach the success you're after. Every achievement is so much more memorable when you are sharing it with others. So think of this. If you've ever watched a comedy special on TV, I've watched several. Most of the time when I'm sitting there watching, I'm not laughing out loud. I might crack a smile, but it's rare that I'm sitting there with tears running down my face and my side hurting because I'm laughing so hard. But put me in a live setting surrounded by friends, even if I'm watching the exact same show. Hands down, guaranteed, my cheeks will hurt from laughing so hard. My side will hurt. I might have tears rolling down my face because it's so funny. Here's the little rub. The joke is the same. The difference between the two is that in one, I'm in a silo. It's just me and the TV. And the other one is a collective, supportive environment. And that heightens your mood. And we are social beings. Even if you're an introvert, I'm an introvert. I still need friends. I still need those moments. They might be less than others, but those times to come together, to laugh, to celebrate to cheer each other on. So even if you cannot share it with someone else, journal about it, pull out a piece of paper, write a note to yourself. I'm so proud of you today for accomplishing this. Look how much you've grown. Or go stand in front of the mirror. Give yourself a high five and look yourself in the eyes. Just doing that starts to create that collective sharing. Proclaiming your progress it's a way to help cement your accomplishments in your psyche, to help you remember where you've been and now where you are. And as you keep going through that loop and increasing your confidence, world, watch out, because you, my friend, are on fire. So I want to recap what I shared with you today, because as I sit here recording, it kind of seems like a lot, but I want you to walk away with some key ideas to keep you moving forward and building confidence. And the first thing is building confidence requires action. You cannot build your confidence thinking and taking no action. Two, the confidence competency loop is meant to be traveled over and over as it builds your confidence muscle. This is not a once around the track and you're done. It is a constant practice. Get some feedback. Make adjustments. 
feel more competency, which feeds your confidence. And finally, here are the three things you can begin today to flex your confidence muscle and build it up. The first one is make a list of past proof that, yeah, you, my friend, you've done some pretty amazing things. The second is play and practice. So as you're going through this loop, make sure that there is some element of fun to keep you moving forward when you hit obstacles. The third is proclaim your progress. Share it with somebody. Collectively celebrate how far you've come, even if it's a minute shift in what you've accomplished, because it leads to progress. Here's my final thought. I believe in you, my friend. You can create confidence on demand and stand tall in your success. I want you excited for what the future has in store for you. I'm excited for what the future has in store for you. I want you to pick up your red marker and make this week the week you choose to claim your phenomenal life. My friend, have a stellar rest of your day, and I cannot wait to see you again next week. Friend, thanks for listening to this episode of Pivot with Passion. If you've been feeling stuck, exhausted, or frustrated, this is your permission slip to go grab a red marker and claim the life you desire and deserve. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, and then hop over to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Because my goal is to put a red marker in everyone's hand, and I need your help to spread the word and make that happen. Until the next episode, go grab a red marker, get excited for your future, and make your first move to pivot with passion.